Not to brag, but the doctor said it was the biggest boil they had ever seen. Of course, I hadn't seen it because it was on my backside. But what came out of there was crazy. It was so voluminous and viscous. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today is Tuesday, January 16th, 2018, and this is episode number 409 of the PanelsOnPage.com podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, I've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Also known as Tongue Ring Tammy from the Mall, Mall Applebee's. Ooh, that is very specific. Jose <laughs> Guzman. Your choice, lead or silver. <laughs> and Kelly Harris. If we've learned anything in the past week, it should be that even if you can put your fingers in a woman's mouth, it doesn't mean you should. <laughs> you know what? Okay. <laughs> Looking at you, Aziz. Like, okay. that's one part of the story that I just can't believe that, like, Okay, I can believe sticking your fingers in her mouth to wet them to to finger her, but sticking his fingers down her throat like and the crab claw way he was doing it. Like that's really hard to believe that someone would shove their fingers down your throat without any sort of consent while also doing like the peace sign. Right, but like ha- like why? Why would you need yeah. to put it in someone's throat? And like, how do you how do you know it. that's not gonna fucking cause a adverse reaction? And they end up puking on your nice floor. Maybe that's what he was going for. He's got a puke. <laughs> <laughs> it was that part of the story where I was like, "For real? <laughs> <laughs> you are you for sure?" <laughs> Don't even read this shit anymore. <laughs> Like, the vibe I got was that for a minute there, oh shit, Zarya's a dirtbag too. And then maybe he's not? Question mark? Weird. Like, he's not a monster. He's just weird. And I wouldn't even go so far as to say weird, except for if he did indeed shove his fingers down someone's throat multiple times in order to finger them. I would say aggressive and oblivious yes but then you know you read that story and then it comes out like i saw a tweet last night that was oh yeah i've i've got an aziz's ansari story too 
So it's when you start seeing multiple stories that it's like, uh, uh. And then Kevin Spacey said the N-word. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you guys see that story? Yeah. That's, bit, that's just super not a good look. <laughs> you, maybe he would rather have that than what he's been dealing with. You what lose? if he's just like, check it out, guys. I'm black now. <laughs> <laughs> you lose your career because of allegations of trying to diddle an underage boy. And then it comes out later that you said on the set of House of Cards that you don't want a bunch of ends guarding your things. <laughs> well, can you, like, can we give him his career back so that we can then take it away from him again? Just imagine Kevin Spacey sitting at home and his phone goes off with a Google News alert. Blink! Oh, let's see what they're saying. Oh, there must be something nice. <laughs> and he just quietly puts his phone down. <laughs> and then he goes... Oh, that's right. I did call on oh, that. Yeah. Remember Usual Suspects, guys? Yeah. That was good times. That was. That was good times. He played a piece of shit in that one, so, you know, surprise, surprise. Flippy for real. <laughs> oh, boy. The greatest trick the devil played is making you believe it didn't exist. Yeah. And then demanding that uh, you don't let any N-words take a look at hell. And then suck on my fingers before I bang you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't right. suck on my fingers. He was moistening Moisten. them to finger her. Well, yeah, he saw it in porn. He saw some dude jam half his fist down her throat and said, <laughs> lick it and then fucking go elbow deep. And he was like, I can do that now. I'm rich. I have a hit show. She ain't going to say shit. I will, I will say this about that that babe article that uh, uh "Quote unquote Grace's account of her date with Aziz Ansari, the one, the first red flag that went up for me was when she said they met at his apartment, and he gave her a glass of wine, and it was a white, and she says, I would have preferred red, but you know, I guess I he wasn't asking my preference. <laughs> I was like, come on, <laughs> already bitching. That's that's kind of silly." The man had a drink ready for you, and you're bitching at what drink it is. Like, I should have known what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I should have saw it coming. Once the dickhead broke out that white wine, ugh. Date's over, sister. Oh, my God. Never, never trust a rich guy who breaks out white wine first. Strange times. Strange I want to know what, what is the exact correlation with these weirdos and breaking out white wine first. <laughs> Does this math add up? Uh, like I mean, you're going to have to do some kind of an independent study, Jose. Before all of these Weinstein things, like he opened a bottle of white. <laughs> Speaking of weirdos, I love the clip you picked to lead the show off with tonight, Lee. My God, Last Man, man on like... Earth is so good, and that episode with Fred Armisen's character is... What One of the best of these guys on that. Shit, it's like season three. three? Yeah, three, four. Good for them. And it's, just such, it's such a weird little show. Fred like Armisen's character. While, is they'll so forget great. it's a comedy. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is just like either. Oh my god, how fucking sad is this, or whatever. Right. And they did one episode last season where like none of the main cast were in it, and it was they kind of introduced uh, Kristen Wiig's character, and she yes. came back for a bit this season. 
And the last week, they introduced us to Fred Armisen's character, who was a cannibal serial killer. Who is locked up in prison. When the virus hit, he was in prison. Like, it was like him and a prison guard, and he, you know, killed the guard, like, in a moment of fucking madness, because the guard was going to leave him there alone. And he's, like, just about to kill himself when he hears him coming. And now they think he's the prison guard. So they let him out, and, like, you know, they think he's the guard. But he cannot be any more fucking weird and like just <laughs> I have like, not we okay have, like we like haven't he, watched uh, for, this for a minute he's trying to curb his like killer instinct he's trying to be like a better person okay me and Mary haven't watched this week's episode but we did watch the, okay then the I Fred Armisen episode for you, okay. but it is so weird you know you guys know how on Walking Dead when they would have those three or four episode arcs where they show you what a character has been up to in the meantime while the action's going on. They take a break from the present day action to show you what the governor's been up to for three episodes. Like, that's kind of the same structure of Last Man on Earth, but they do it in one half hour episode. They give you the backstory on on this character. What they've been doing since the, the virus hit. Yeah, they'll spend like four and a half weeks on it. It's it's just there. It's in, and it's uh, it's it's you know what's the word? Good, <laughs> uh, consistently. Like, Love it's, it. It's, it's good stuff. Good good stuff. Good good stuff. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, what else have we going on? Let's see, uh, I I got to go on a date with my lady this weekend. Nice. It's been a hot minute. I think we hadn't gone out alone since October. I bet you guys had a few hot minutes. We hey. Had, oh, we had a, Hit the bit. sounder. Hit the sounder. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm going to bang this bitch the fuck out. Dun, 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 dun. leader in sports. <laughs> I fucking picked up that crazy ass um, Mega Bloks Ninja Turtle Technodrome. Oh! Like, yeah, and that thing, I believe, had a price tag of something like 250 bucks when it came out. It was not cheap. Uh, but I got it at a Ross or fucking. Forty dollars, suckers. Ross, like dress for less. Also, here's Ross, a technodrome. Ross, dress for less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking forty dollar giant ass Lego set. Pretty goddamn pleased with it. Pretty, pretty happy. Pretty happy with it. Can't complain. Um, so I, she'll probably, I'll probably put that together while the lady's working on her uh, Lego Ferris wheel. The guy that big ass Ferris wheel for Christmas. So that's pretty bright. And then. The Technodrome blows up the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to put it right next to the fucking uh, firehouse. You better believe it. Fucking <laughs> right. Just, just hanging out. Causing them havoc. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be great. Goddamn great. Uh, came, I went out, had some sushi. I've been joining for some sushi. The lady fucking branched out. She was gonna do, she's gonna, I'm, I'm going to try some sushi. She is not a sushi fan. She's like, I don't want anything raw. What do we got that is cooked? And I'm like, all right, all right. We so can, like we can before that. this, she hasn't even done cooked sushi. No, no, no. She'll have like a like a shrimp tempura roll or something. Okay, you okay. Know, which is basically just like you know fried shrimp wrapped in sushi shit. But she wanted to 
try something a little different. So we're going, we're going to try this thing. All right, great. So she ended up, um, I'm like, anything that like has, you know, fried, like, like, a, get like a fried roll. They'll do fry and whatever. That should be fine. Well, she uh, ended up getting um, fucking delicious. I forget the name, but it was great. I know this because I ended up eating it. Because <laughs> <laughs> while, yes, it was fried on the outside, the inside was still very much a couple different kinds of raw sushi, raw yeah. tuna fish. And she was not into it. She's like, it's all so slimy. I go, babe, it's fucking sushi. Of course it's slimy. It's got like the <laughs> number one, like, yeah, that's right up there with like shit to expect from sushi. So yeah, I never get slimy from sushi. No, I never do either. What kind of sushi you feed her? <laughs> I mean, like it's a lot of fish and rice. So of course it's going to be slimy. Well, I mean, it's it's wet. <laughs> It's moist. Yeah. Like you just yeah, stuck okay, it yeah, down. Yeah, maybe Aziz Ansari's that's dates that's throat. Wet, you know? Yeah, because sli- <laughs> slimy, that's more like if you get like the the the, the, catch the of squid the day. or the eel. Yeah. So I, was, I thought I was going to say the week old sushi. Right, the catch of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. It's definitely more. Uh, you didn't eat the puffer fish, did you? Slimy, slimy for sure. Oh, that but puffer. It was not about that, but we had a good time. Uh, we came home and we spent like, I don't know. 30 fucking minutes trying to figure out what to watch in all of our various streaming platforms. That'll uh, happen. Ended up selling on this fucking unforgettable movie with Catherine Heigl and Rosario Dawson. Boy, you want to talk about paint by goddamn numbers? <laughs> like, oh boy, no surprises. <laughs> like, no hey, one... Ali, would you would you say it was uh, forgettable? Oh no, I'll never forget how fucking bad it was. Ah. <laughs> Like it, it was not. It. it was not a good time. It was not a good time. Uh-huh. <laughs> when Wait, no. this is a 2017 movie, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we're still doing Catherine Heigl in 2017. Yeah, I, I, I was the last thing she did. I was assuming it was like the from the era when she was doing those movies with Gerard Butler and shit. I that swear is... to God, I keep seeing her on a fucking uh, Kitty Carter? Litter commercial. Kitty Litter commercial? Yeah. Like, I see it every now and then during General Hospital. The cat's got poops? Come check out these scoops. <laughs> uh, I do hey, love pregnant. Poop. I love and they preg- poop a lot. <laughs> I love pregnant Catherine Heigl from Knocked Up. Like, that's peak Catherine Heigl for me. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree. Is it Knocked Up her peak? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, all no, just that all and like fucking. Um... She's on the Grey's, the Grey's Anatomy. Cause yeah, but, is... but but didn't she get knocked up because she was big on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was her most successful movie, but she got that because of Grey's Anatomy. No, well, that's a fair point. I don't know if it was her most successful movie, because remember, she was in My Father the Hero with Gerard Depardieu. Oh, my God. That was her? <laughs> yes. And he fucking grew, like, old, weird looking. Like, he's got, like, a dick for a nose he always kind of <laughs> had that dick for a nose though that like yeah but now it's like a droopy old dick it's like the ted <laughs> well, kennedy he's a droopy old man it matches his real dick <laughs> it's kind of that ted kennedy uh gin blossom nose yeah remember the gin blossoms 1994 my father the hero starring gerard depardieu and Catherine heigl and gerard depardieu's double dick <laughs> I've actually seen that. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. It's not, not terrible. Speaking of dick noses, 
Did you guys ever see Nothing But Trouble? No. Yes. Maybe. Yes. It's Dan. Oh, movie night. Movie night, motherfuckers. It's Dan Aykroyd, uh, Chevy Chase, Demi Moore, John Candy. And uh, Dan Aykroyd's this old, like, 100-year-old judge in this rinky-dink town. And, you know, he puts people on trial and then uh, puts them into weird, like, carnival game punishments and shit like that. It's kind of oh, like God, a, nothing, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, like yes. people just getting stuck at this house. It is very Texas Chainsaw they Massacre. they disappear and nobody knows about it. But it's it's supposed to be a comedy. And it's got Digital Underground in it, fucking Tupac's in it. And I recently watched a video. What? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. It's, like, it's like, like one like of those. A, a cameo is one of the unfortunates who got stuck there. Yeah, it's, okay. It's one of those really good bad movies because it is not. Right. A, it is not a good movie by any means, but it is. It is a train wreck. It's uh, movie night worthy though. And you know, uh, Dan Aykroyd directs it, and he also plays one of the main characters. This old judge who's just kind of fallen apart and they actually gave him a prosthetic nose that looks like a dickhead and i didn't realize it until i watched this video recently that his actual nose was shaped like a dick yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> it's, it's a great movie speaking of gerard Depardieu, let me see if i can find a, a picture of Dan Aykroyd's dick nose while we continue to discuss my father the hero. Oh my god! There's fucking side-by-side -side comparisons of Dan Aykroyd from Nothing But Trouble and Gerard Taper too. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say his nose and a dick. <laughs> oh my god. Hammered it. Hammered at home. Yeah, had a fucking rad time otherwise, man. Uh, got the fucking kids back uh, the other day, after, and that was, you know, fine. They're back. Whatever. It's great. <laughs> Wait, you had gotten rid of the kids? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty perfect. Yeah. 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 The kids were gone, and like, you know, all night long, overnight even. So, you know, they were, they were gone all night, and so Nicole's like, we should put porn oh, on the big TV because. And I'm like, you know what? We should put porn on the big TV because. And so we did. <laughs> like, no reason not to. Yeah, that's great. That's all I got, Everyone man. What kind of porn are you guys watching these days? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever's around. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> are they still living? Was it uh um, I believe they are actually. Was it physical media or digital? Were you streaming? Oh, God, no, I'm not an animal. <laughs> Did you guys go rent a DVD? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Take a really it back to the old school. at home. It'd be incredible. What you got going on, nice? Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. You want to go ahead, OJ? <laughs> I, I was just gonna tell a funny story about a time I got propositioned in the aisle of a dirty magazine uh, DVD store. Tell this story. Do. I want to hear yes. this. Well, I so I guess everyone feels comfortable in this store. This is the store in Orlando. Uh, uh, no names, but if you get caught shoplifting, they take a picture of you with the item you stole and post it all around the store. So there's nothing but like Polaroids of like sad dudes caught stealing six inch dildos and, and butt plugs. Like fists. Yeah. And the story is like this guy tried to steal a 12 inch butt plug while his family was out of town. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they just roast him. It, it's great. Wow. So I mean, they're looking at the you know new releases, seeing, seeing what is what is and what isn't 
and this guy comes up and he's like hey man and he kind of like points over to his wife and he's like if you don't want to it's cool I, I understand it's kind of weird but uh my wife likes watching guys beat off do you got you want to come home <laughs> with us no. and, like all you guys <laughs> do is just, like, going at all jerk off in front of her it's like me i'm good <laughs> it's like all right all right cool cool thanks for being cool and then he, he left me alone <laughs> That was a real uh, throw your hat over the fence moment, man. You could have had an adventure, but you were like, no, yeah. no, thank you. Or I could have died. Because I mean, you know, die yeah, walking yeah. was also around the same area that um, Monster happened. So <laughs> I feel like you know, if, the prop- if the proposition was, I want you to come home with me and my wife and watch us bang, I think that would have been easier than my wife wants to watch you jerk off because then like you're put in the position to perform well, yeah but i don't yeah, want to go watch perform and like i mean you I don't have to leave just... at some point and that's got to be super awkward i don't want to just watch yeah, if i'm there like let's do something yeah. well you, you should watch me cool let's go you should have negotiated fucking... check this out look at this sweet move <laughs> Like I will see and raise. <laughs> like, what, what, what else are we talking about? I, know, I, I guess I just uh, I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. So I, I gave him a punch card and a bounce. <laughs> <laughs> and and these days he's just begging for someone to ask to <laughs> come home and jerk off. You know, Louis C.K. is listening to this episode, and he's just like, "Come on, <laughs> God damn it! It's so, everything you know, I've ever wanted." Hey, can uh, can you come home with me and my wife, and then shove your fingers down her throat in a, a peace sign motion? She's really into that. <laughs> well, uh, for me this week, uh, big story: Eleventh Hour Radio has made its return. Shit, oh, yeah, shit. son. Nice. So, so that's cool. Uh, getting some good responses from that, I uh, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we're gonna keep on rolling with that. It was, it's fun to do, fun to get back in the saddle, you know. Uh, my wife, who is now, uh, I like to call her money bags because of her raise and promotion. Uh, she got a wild hair up her ass at the end of last week and said, "Hey, let's uh, go to Disney this weekend and get annual passes." And I'm like, "All right, girl." Let's let's fucking do this thing. I'm I'm in. <laughs> so, I like where your head's at. So yeah, we went to Disney and got some annual passes. The the silver passes, which have blackout dates during spring break, almost all of June, July, and half of August. So meaning you just you can't go right, on them, right? And then uh, for like the the week and a half between Christmas and New Year's, because those those are their busiest times. And this is a cheaper pass than getting, you know, the full year pass. And you know what? I am down with that because... Yeah, those are not times you want to go any fucking yeah, way. I, yeah, no. I don't want to go to Disney World when it's fucking packed in the middle of July and it's 9 billion degrees. So thank nope. you very much, but no. So that's cool. Uh, you know, we'll, uh, we're going to head out to... We, went, uh, we hit up Magic Kingdom. On Saturday, it was a little busy, so we hit a couple things and got the fuck out of there. And that's what's cool about having the annual pass is that you can just go, take a temperature of the crowd, maybe see a couple things, and then get out of there if you want to. Yeah, there's no pressure to stay all day long. Right. 
and it's even better now because we live, you know, we don't live out on a dirt road in bumfuck nowhere. So it's a lot easier to get there and back. So we can pretty much go whenever we feel like it, just as long as there's no blackout dates. So I'm sure there will be Disney adventures to be had in future episodes. Uh, finished Hand Handmaid's Tale. As I'm watching it, it's 10 episodes the first season is. As I'm watching it, I'm trying to predict what's going to happen. And I, I'm it's ramping up towards the end. And then I'm ten like, seasons? 10 episodes, first season. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they recorded 10 seasons all at once. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> it's ambitious, like, we're going hard. Say. It's, it's ramping up towards the end, and I'm trying to think about where they're going to go with it. And then I just realized, like, like they're not going to... They're not going to bring down this whole society at the end of the first season. Like, they need to extend it for at least five, six seasons. So, yeah, it wasn't earth-shattering change at the end of this first season, but really good TV, man. Like, um, Elizabeth Moss, who plays the lead character, she's she's real interesting. She's great. She's a great actress. She was on Mad Men previously. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, okay, I recognize her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has the ability... To either look super hot or look just fucking dragged. <laughs> just gross. You know, because she's just down in the dump. She's getting beaten around. She's essentially a, a fuck puppet. And, but she can she can do the the different aspects of the character so well and super strong supporting cast and you know when we talked about it last week jose was uh giving me a preview of the episodes to come and the whole behind the scenes of it is so fucked up and so gross but i highly recommend it <laughs> and then wait just, what happened behind the scenes of that show no it's behind the scenes no, the, uh, of the, like of the Coming society, up with the idea the of what you're doing oh, with okay, society. I see, I see. Like when you start seeing the the, like the, the backroom like, meetings, like Paul Ryan's pitch meeting, <laughs> right? It's it's yeah. all it's okay, all it's all a scam so that these guys can fuck chicks that aren't their wives, essentially. You know, I I have, uh, I, oof. In the end, sh yes, they're trying to keep society moving forward by. You know, creating another generation and and keeping the human race alive, but really, like these guys are, they're gross. <laughs> a lot of them are yeah, very we gross. Keep, we gotta keep alive. But what if also we had to fuck other chicks? <laughs> yeah. Hang on, like, I'm listening. Uh, yeah, like Jose Jose said last week. It's like, how are we gonna convince the wives to let this happen? And then the one guy's like, what if they're there? What if yeah. what if we lay the chick down in between her legs and it's kind of like this symbiotic relationship? Oh no! And the other guys Ceremony. are like, we we yeah. make it like this, yeah, this beautiful thing. We don't call it the act; we call it a ceremony, and and we might just sucker our wives into letting it happen. <laughs> That's so fucking gross. Yeah, it is. It's uh really good though. Um. Hannah from Dexter is in it, and she's great. She's fucking evil. I, I haven't seen her in it yet. Yeah, she I, I is... did see the chick from um, Orange, though. Yes, uh, Poussey is in it as as uh, the main Ooh, character's great. best friend. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hannah, uh, the chick that was also... She was from Chuck, 
is the wife of the main character's commander. So she's she figures in very highly in in the entire series. So check it out. I highly recommend it. Right on, right on. And then just on a whim, scrolling through all of our streaming services, turned on American Vandal on Netflix. You guys heard about this? I uh, know of it. It is a funnier die series. It is a parody of like serial and making a murderer and shit like that. It's it's a documentary series following this kid who is being accused of spray painting 27 dicks on 27 cars in the faculty parking lot of his high school. Yeah, I saw a trailer for that. And we burned through the entire first season in one sitting. Holy shit. Because not only is it funny, but like the the acting and the direction and the story is really good to the point where you want to watch it episode after episode. Very much like making a murderer where you would get to the end of an episode and they'd have some big reveal and you're like, oh shit, we gotta watch the next episode. <laughs> also, it's just like A-plus top-notch commitment to the bit, basically. Yes, 100%. 100%. Uh, so, highly recommend that. And then, uh, late last week, I was bored, looking for something to watch, and last Tuesday, Mary bought me the Blu-ray for It, and it was the middle of the day, and it was light outside, and I figured it's time to watch It again, finally. And boy, oh boy, man, is that a good-ass movie. And then I watched, they've got uh, a documentary about creating the Pennywise character for the movie, which is really good. And there's a lot of cool behind-the-scenes footage of them putting the character together and putting some of the scenes together. And you see a behind-the-scenes shot of the sewer drain scene with Georgie. And there's no CGI eyes. There's no CGI lighting. It just looks like daylight. And it reminds me of the old Tim Curry version. Sure, like yeah. it, looks, it looks real. And that's the my favorite parts of the new It are when it's just him in the makeup. And it's, it's real. Not to say that I dislike the CGI stuff, because some of the CGI stuff works really well. But I just would have liked to see more of just him as the dude. Uh, deleted scenes, a documentary on the kids. Cool shit, man. Uh, every time I load up my PlayStation, though, I got uh, Pennywise staring back at me, though. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, those kids, man, are just infinitely fucking charming. And I didn't talk about this when the movie first came out, and I tweeted about it this week, but... In the scene where they all go to the quarry and go swimming, and they're all just in their tidy whities Ben Hanscom has the weirdest nipples. <laughs> they're He's a fucking pudgy kid. Leave him alone. Yeah, but like, I was a f pudgy kid. But his nipples are weird. His nipples are weird for anyone, no matter what size, because they're they they got a little bit of a a Jinder Mahal thing going with them. But also, oh, he's got the jipples going. But also, he's got some jipples? his actual nipples are inverted. Yeah, they are kind of strange. So he's just got these like super puffy areolas and inverted nipples. <laughs> they look like man. they look like he's got almost like two buttholes on his chest. Yeah, southern steroids, dog. I can't stop looking at Ben Hanscom's nipples in it. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> 
there's the whole scene, you know, the, he explains that Derry has had all these fucked up things happen in its past. And he's explaining the history of Derry, all while he's just sitting there in his tidy whities with his weird nipples. I can't take you serious, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. That's it for me. What's up, Jose? Uh, I worked sixty-seven hours. That's 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 it. That sounds lovely. Sixty-seven hours before overtime. Just no, uh, just a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, y'all. It was a fucking lot. That's a lot, man. Uh, but I will say that if <sighs> we named the bar the booth Tartar because it felt <laughs> like it was moving that way, like there was a point where. We had to take the sign down so many times and it, like connected in the middle, so it, it said one word, no names. But if you flipped it and put it wrong, it said tartar. <laughs> so we joked that that's. <laughs> he was like, "I said let's just put it up, <laughs> tartar. This booth is straight tartar. Let's put it up." <laughs> but we did not because we would have got fired. See, I'm but, hearing lots of stories about you just not taking them chances, Jose. Yeah, I know. What about the road less traveled? Jerking it? Tartar? I mean, just think about it. It's got bills to pay, man. <laughs> oh, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't jerk but, it and pay all your bills. No. Nope. Jerk it! Jerking never strangers is a young man's game. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Um, loving it. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Uh, got to swing by this guy's house earlier that was cool we're, we're, just, we're in the hunt I'm in the middle of working a lot and, and we got some shit going we got some shit that might not be going uh, you know we'll talk about that later when, when ain't no ears listening because <laughs> that one's not for everybody it's preview for you just Lee and me <laughs> right. I like it I like it. Just us. Good good radio. I dig it. What about you, uh, Kelly? What's happening in your world? Ah, nothing. <laughs> you know, just, just, just hanging out. Looked through my Twitter and I was like, ah, there's nothing really a note here. Uh, you know there's what? a Nintendo Direct on uh, Thursday. You guys watch that? What is that? Uh, it's also the highlights. Is that like a keynote? I am fucking hyped for Mario Tennis on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Y'all, I love Mario Tennis. That is my shit. And there's going to be a story mode? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, there is. There's going to be a story mode. You just go be Mario playing tennis across the world. Oh, shit. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Then they announced some DLC for uh, Mario Odyssey. It sounds kind of dumb. Like, I can see why people would like it, but I'm probably never going to touch it. What is it? Uh, so what you do is you have you have 30 seconds to go through whatever area and hide a balloon. And then in the second part, you have 30 seconds to go and find other people's balloons over the internet. And you can do some kind of 
leaderboard thing. It's pretty much for people. You know the fuck that's about. Yeah, it's pretty much like for people that are really good at moving fast in these games and like getting to weird place places in just insane ways, like triple jumping and doing the leaps and shit. Like this is for speedrunners more than anything. Oh, so fucking weirdos. Yeah. But you know, I did watch a video on YouTube that was like half an hour long about how a guy figured out that you can beat the entire game without ever jumping once. <laughs> like that was pretty insane. Fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Mary got uh, Mario Kart this week, and we were talking about it before the show. But m- since uh, Mario Kart Wii, my boy has been Waluigi, and I set oh, him the shit. I Love s- Waluigi. I set him up with this cart this uh, tonight when we were playing. That looked like it looks like a purple rocket. So it straight up looks like I'm playing Mario Kart. With uh, Dick Dastardly. Nice. <laughs> he's got the purple, he's got the mustache, he's got the big rocket cart. He just needs a muttley. Like, Waluigi's <laughs> my dude in Mario Tennis, because he's got the reach. He's lanky. He got yeah. them long arms and long legs. Mario doesn't have that. He's got that I don't know if I've played the Mario Kart with Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you never play it on Wii? I don't know. I don't know. Huh. They got a, there's a belt for it? No. <laughs> Not yet. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, I also downloaded the demo for Dragon Quest Builders because I do like Dragon Quest. And I was like, ah, I'll give one this a shot. And man, my brain does not work in the way you need to have for like Minecraft games. It's like a Minecraft game, right? Yeah. yeah. My brain just doesn't work out like that. Like I, I, I don't have it in me to be able to build things out of just tiny squares. And like, yeah, I, I watch my kid build some shit. Like she's like a, a master builder architect. It's insane. But I, I don't yeah, I don't, I don't get it. My 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 noggin don't think that. Congratulations, that well. Kelly. You're old now. <laughs> the lady's niece and nephew play it. And my interpretation of it is box, box, square, hammer, dog, weird dick thing, box, box. <laughs> I, just, I mean, you're not wrong. With a game that doesn't have a point, and I don't believe that's a point to that game. No. That drives me nuts. There is like, a point. It's to build things. And I don't like building things. <laughs> that's, that's the game's job to build things. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want to show up when no, the things yeah. are built. I want to play on the things. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's just not my kind of game. I, you can dress it up like Dragon Quest all you want. I'm not going to like it. <laughs> this still sucks. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then on Friday, I believe it was, we got details that uh, Detective Pikachu is being brought to the West. Man, I I'm did not so know how happy. much I wanted that until I saw that video. I'm like, holy shit. I'm so happy, you guys. I really... I really wanted this game to come over here, but it didn't seem like it was ever going to happen. Is Detective Pikachu Inspector Gadget's partner? <laughs> See, he could be. I but first... no, Detective Pikachu is the main man in the story where you're just hanging out with like a fully sentient talking Pikachu. He sounds that, like Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, that solves crimes. It's amazing. Yeah, and, and there's going to be an amiibo for it, and, and I'm so hyped about that. They're going to oh, do a movie. So someone else. 
someone is just gonna cover that fucking thing. <laughs> just glaze it. And it's like double the size of a normal amiibo, so they got like even more space. You gotta call a friend. Yeah. And they're doing a detective the video store and just asking my life if they're cool. <laughs> hey, my wife likes to watch dudes jerk off in Pikachu amiibos. You want to come over? <laughs> boy, oh boy, I've been standing here in this video store for so long waiting for somebody to ask me this question. They're doing a, a Detective Pikachu a live action movie with Ryan Reynolds playing Detective Pikachu. They are. Why not? I'll watch Fuck it. it. I'll be there opening day. Why not? Rated R. See, I heard about that before I knew that Detective Pikachu was a game. Yeah, I think I'm the same boat. I, I didn't know it was a game either. No, it came out in Japan, I want to say, like a good, a good year ago, which is why I kind of gave up on us getting it at this point. Because especially now that they're kind of cycling down in the 3DS, I figured, why would they go out of their way to translate all this, which I assume is going to be a majority text game. Yeah, makes sense. Sheila in the chat is talking about uh, the South Park fractured but whole. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I just borrowed that. Yeah, she somebody, says she, she digs it. it to me. I didn't get the joke until Mary said it the way. Yeah, you wouldn't say it. <laughs> She's like the fractured butthole, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I get it now. Is that the game where the blacker you are, the harder it is? Yes. Yeah. And she says, you battle Morgan Freeman, but he'll kick your ass. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Okay. I told uh, Jose about this today. I completely forgot about something I wanted to talk about on the show. Uh, Ted 2 was on FXX the other night. And me and Mary watched it. We saw the original Ted. I, I enjoyed it. It was okay. I like that movie. Marky Mark's Ted a piece of okay. Marky Mark's a piece of shit. But this is my first time seeing Ted too. And two things that I took from this: one, uh, one of the main villains is like a higher up executive at Hasbro, and they straight up plaster the Hasbro logo all over this movie as if they paid for that endorsement. <laughs> Yeah. Like if yeah. if you're Hasbro, why would you associate yourself with Ted too? <laughs> have we talked about this? I don't know. I I've never seen it, so I don't know. If, I don't think. Have you seen it? No. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I feel like Lee might have told us about. Okay, this. maybe. Well, it might have been a while ago. And then the second thing is, uh, Part of the finale involves New York Comic Con. Comic Con, right. And I remember bef uh, way before Ted 2 came out, getting an email from someone uh, about footage of New York Comic Con so that the Ted 2 people could take a look at you know the, the layout and whatnot. So I was like, oh, I'm interested to see how that eventually played out. So there's a scene where they're outside uh, headed towards the the Javits Center. I'm like, oh, that's the fucking Javits. Like, I saw the, the railings. I'm like, oh, they're walking towards the Javits Center right now. Then they turn around, and there's the big LED screen says New York Comic Con. Tickets still available. A bunch of cosplayers standing outside. I'm like, ha, ah, that's funny. Tickets still available. <laughs> and then... And then they go inside, and it is completely not New York Comic Con. <laughs> it it's is, like a character of yeah. what your comic-con is well that's how these movies are all done like like this is how the shit works like i forget 
I think it might have been an episode of Grey's Anatomy because Nicole is just balls deep in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, there's, same uh, here. there's a one episode. There's a stampede at a Comic Con. Ah, over like some Tardises before it's time, and like. But it's the same fucking TARDIS you can buy anywhere for like 40 bucks. And people are like, oh, there's like a $1,500 toy. Like, no, it's not, you dipshits. And just, you know, it was every fucking bullshit caricature nerd like you've ever seen. That's I'm like, right. this is like, no one fucking talks this way. <laughs> and no one has ever talked this way. And like, this came out long enough that like, surely somebody on that fucking show knows someone who does this shit. <laughs> so someone saw that and was like, hey. I got an idea for a TV show. Big Bang Theory. That's <laughs> as real as it fucking gets. There is a cool bit in Ted 2 where they're at Comic-Con and, uh, you know, two of the characters are played by Patrick Warburton and Michael Dorn. They're like gay lovers and they're at Comic-Con cosplaying as the Tick and Worf, which yeah. is fucking great. And yeah. some, something... I love this fucking place. This is Wedgie and Nerds. <laughs> like... And something that made me chuckle inside is, like, they never, in the movie, call it New York Comic Con. Like, you see the New York Comic Con branding everywhere, but they just call it Comic Con the entire time. And I I know, when we worked with New York Comic Con, that, like, that was a big sticking point. Like, it needs to be New York Comic Con, not just Comic Con. Like, yeah. we, we had a bit where... You know, Hulk Hogan had a fucking huge crowd of people behind him. He was like, yeah, I'm here in New York at Comic-Con. And we're showing it to somebody that we were working with. And they were like, no, names. no, no, you can't use that. <laughs> uh, and, and we're like, well, they probably knew it's like San Diego is going to sue us. Well, it was more about they're trying to hammer their brand home. Not so much. Yeah. At the time, it was San Diego. Uh, they're not worried about being sued because they have a working well, shh. Sh <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that's not what they were worried about. At least okay. not at that time. They were wanting to make sure that their brand got hammered home. Yeah, and because that was only like the second or third year of the show, so like it was pretty early. Well, no, no, no. the the Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah. No, it was probably six, six, maybe seven years really? in. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because they just did their tenth anniversary in 2015. Wow. Was our last show. Nuts, man. Wow. All right. But when time flies. when the person was like, no, you can't use that, in my mind, I'm like, oh, no, we're fucking using it. So I edited the audio so that he said – because he says New York and he says Comic-Con, but just not in that order. So I just right. fucking cut out the part where he – you know, there was the space Which in between. In. Yeah, yeah. Nice. New York Comic-Con. There you go. <laughs> I'm not a fucking rookie. I'm not getting rid of this shot because he doesn't say New York Comic Con. Yeah. Must be crazy. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck yous. <laughs> no, no, not on this watch. Uh, good times. Good times. Fucking ain't right. Toy Fair one month. Man, uh, I'm hyped. God damn. It's going to be so... We're going to roll so hard, so deep. We might put that whole con to sleep. <laughs> I said this earlier today, man. I'm actually I'm a little intimidated by just how fucking big it is. You should. It's so big. <laughs> yeah. Wait until it's all laid out in front of you. <laughs> just unfurled. 
Yeah, like like I said, we're not going to be able to cover all of it. Like that's physically impossible with with a a five man team, and that's not what they're looking for either. We're just we're just trying to to find those moments, man. That good shit, the good good. But uh, the good good and the real. I got it. Going back to real quick, going back to eleventh hour radio. I forgot to mention this. You know, we recorded uh, two episodes: our, our January episode and our February episode. And in both of those, we are promoting the fact that, man, we've done, you know, 105 episodes before this. So just, you know, go back to the archives and download those. Not realizing that TalkShoe's archives before November fi- November 2015 are gone. What? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, they are. I got in touch with support. They are working on getting those archives back. But, you know, we stopped doing 11th Hour Radio in June of 2013, so none of our archives are currently downloadable. And uh, they also stopped uh, giving stats in November of last year. So TalkShoe is going through some shit. So, you know, I didn't want to put it out there on 11th Hour social media or anything like that. But if you listen to 11th Hour Radio, you also listen to the podcast. Sorry, but those archives are not currently there. But I have like 22 episodes on my hard drive. And I'm sure between all the people that listen to 11th Hour Radio before now, we might be able to cobble together those 105 episodes between all of us. So we'll 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 keep you informed of that. But also it's it sucks because we, you know, the Popcast archives are gone pretty much too. Oh, that 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 hurts my heart. But I feel like they'll be back. Hold out hope. They didn't say it's not it's not going to be back, but they're working on it. They're they're working diligently and they but they don't know when it's going to be back, but but keep holding out hope. There's some good goddamn yeah. content. So wait, is it just us or is there like I'm just a massive data loss? Yeah, yeah, it's everybody. Okay. It's not just us. <laughs> and Kelly's like, hold the goddamn phone a minute. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. I can't I can't even, man. It's fucked up. And it's not like you can just go on iTunes and download them because iTunes pulls from TalkShoe. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why we also put 11th Hour Radio up on SoundCloud. <laughs> but SoundCloud might be going down too, so who knows. Like we SoundCloud. should put out a call on Twitter to see if we've got uh, people that have an archive of the past shows. I, I think there they're very well could be. I have a lot of them. Right. Like I have a lot. Mahoney has a, most, a lot of them just in clip form. <laughs> Mahoney, reassemble all of the podcast episodes before 2015. Yeah, I think I have everyone that I ever mastered. Yeah, see... Is- and on, on the other hand, you know, I figure, oh, they'll be on the internet forever. So I deleted everything that I had. <laughs> Whoops. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> That's a foolhardy move. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Lee. All right. But yeah, like, some someone's got to have each episode somewhere so we we can just slowly rebuild our archives or 
Talkshu will be like, oh, everything's fixed. There you go. Fucking sweet, bro. Yeah. Which one of these fucking this this amazing free service? <laughs> <laughs> I've never fully understood how it works and how it's free. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they run ads. <laughs> fucking bizarre. But remember when Talkshu was having all those problems in the past couple months? Oh, I remember. Yeah. You know, that was all part of it. Okay. So. Weird, man. Weird times. So, yeah, so, uh, I don't believe any of the mails. I know we don't have any voicemails. Yeah, I checked uh, the voicemails. Do you have the voicemail? I, I checked, and there was nothing. Thanks a lot, everybody. <laughs> I don't mean it. It's fine. I get it. We're all busy, but you should call us. 616-951-1-POP. Makes us all very happy. And, yeah, email us. Popcast at PeltonPages.com. They got any of those either. You know, I got a message on on Twitter that Mahoney was very happy that now I can leave behind 2017 wrestling now that I've assembled my match of the year ballot <laughs> and can move on to the 2018 wrestling. It's very important. It is. It is. I assembled my match of the year ballot, got my top 10, actually got a top 25 because, you know, I had to rank them all. But now I can dive into 2018. You know, I, I will say, I, I granted, I don't watch as much wrestling as you. I mean, who the fuck does? But I got to say, I was a little surprised to not see that uh, that kill shot Dante Fox match, man. Cause that shit was some of the wildest shit I've seen. Yeah, that one just missed the cut. I think it looking back, I don't it wouldn't have made my top ten, but I think I should have put it in my top twenty five. I was a little bummed there was no WrestleMania weekend matches on there. That was stuff that I didn't have ways to rewatch, like most of it. And the ones that I did have the ability to rewatch, I wouldn't have put up there. <laughs> uh the Keith Lee Ricochet match was in my initial list to rewatch, but I didn't feel like paying the fifteen dollars sure. for the VOD. And then the uh, Marty Skrull Ricochet match, same. I, I don't <laughs> know how I don't know how much the Rev Pro service is, but I didn't feel like renting it for one, getting it for one match. Speaking Fair of, enough. our boy has signed with NXT. <sighs> Just, Happy retirement, Ricochet. Just let the man get a fucking WWE paycheck for. Hey, I want to have the. I'm really happy about that paycheck. Yeah, yeah. And he's gonna kill it for a few months in NXT before he gets ruined on the main roster. Uh, I'll say what uh, Chuck Taylor said to him in PWG on Saturday night. Have fun on 205 Live, you piece of shit. <laughs> Chuck Taylor. I love Chuck Taylor. <laughs> I highly recommend uh, getting, if you ever get the uh, High Spots Network, watch the uh, Officer and a Gentleman interview series. I watch those, of the clips that they release on YouTube. <laughs> This this most recent one, the, so it's Chuck Taylor and Dan Barry, and their guest was uh, Joey Janela. Yes, <laughs> and good God, that was a good time. Also, got to hear the story about Ch uh, Chuck beating up Larry Dallas in WrestleMania weekend a few years back. And then uh, High Spots also used to have the uh, Trent Beretta dogs and talking hogs. <laughs> yeah, the Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor show. 
the best friends show where one of their main questions was so do you wipe sitting or standing <laughs> yep they asked that to janella too <laughs> and uh was it was it best friends or was it officer and a gentleman where they tweet pictures at the rock that was best friends. Okay, they at the end of every episode, they all take their shirts off, whoever the guest is, and they uh, take a picture of themselves shirtless and tweet it at, at the Rock. That's fucking hilarious. I like this this most recent episode where <laughs> Chuck just goes every now and then, like when they kind of lose track of the conversation, he'll just go to a notebook that he has that's got a bunch of questions yeah. written on it. So he looks at, it, he's like, all right, cool. Um, you believe in ghosts? <laughs> yes, yes. And Joey's like, yeah, yeah, and no, I think I do, yeah. And Chuck's like, all right, awesome. You believe in goats? <laughs> <laughs> that same, uh, it was, they must have shot that during WrestleMania weekend, that Janela one, because it had the WrestleCon banner in the background. And there's the one part where Chuck Taylor says, so, Joey, what's it like working with Dink? And then Joey just goes, oh, Dink's a piece of shit. <laughs> Shows up to get paid and bite ass. Yeah, what a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> I still love that Gilbert was at that show but was too drunk to come out. Oh, I didn't like, know that. What? Uh, before the show, he, Gilbert, Earl Hebner, and Dink went out and Gilbert got fucking blasted so he couldn't oh. actually come out <laughs> that's a disappointment man i love gilberg <laughs> no one loves gilberg i love <laughs> i love the gilberg bit i i feel like it's a good bit and i like whenever they get a chance to have him interact with actual goldberg oh he, i guess he never did did he they should uh, induct Gilbert into the Hall of Fame this year. <laughs> I hope that Gilbert inducts Goldberg. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing! What a just what a funny gimmick that is. And the funny thing is that dude previously in WWF did a Ninja Turtle gimmick for like two days. Oh my god! What? I go on YouTube at some point and look up. WWF or WWE Toxic Turtles. <laughs> and it's just two dudes in bootleg ass Ninja Turtle costumes, and one of them is Gilberg. <laughs> that is super fucking bizarre. And the first result is Dwayne Gill shoots on the WWF Toxic Turtles. <laughs> uh, speaking of wrestling on YouTube, uh, uh, Poser Wrestling has finally released some episodes. They've got hey, uh, just two days. Right. I still need to watch episode one. Just and I think two, two is out now, yeah, too. Yeah, just two days ago, episode 1.2 came out. So check it out. Uh, I might be a little biased, but I feel like all the best parts are the Gavin parts. That's fair. Yeah. I fucking love Gavin. Yeah, it was the best. Fuck it, man. Let's take a break. Bling through this one, man. Sure. Good time. Take us a break. Come back. Do the news. Do the comics. Roll out. Go to bed like adults. Get a good <laughs> night's sleep. Man, I love going to bed. Oh, man, it's the best. Man, because I'm tired. I fucking shoveled a whole bunch of shit outside. See, never. Fuck a whole bunch of that. Hate snow. Hate it. It is the, it is the, the mathematical worst. <laughs> Except, I don't know. Tornadoes might have a beat. 
Yeah, and maybe. and shoving what, your. What makes it even worse is the fucking snowblower didn't work. Oh. So then I really had to shovel it. Let's just blanket say fuck weather. My yeah. My grandfather stuck his hand into a malfunctioning snowblower once. So that's why I try not to. Was it malfunctioning it. before or after he put his hand in it? Uh, it uh, it was malfunctioning before, but it was functioning when his hand was in it. Woo. Oof. Uh, yeah, it came out looking like uh, hamburger. Oh, no. God damn. So did he lose the hand? <laughs> no, but uh, it wasn't in great shape. Oh, God. <laughs> That's awful. Now, did he go to the doctor for it, or was he one of those, just wrap it up, it'll be fine? Oh, no. He was in the hospital for, for a week. Okay. I don't want to say that's good, but that that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, better than yeah. Better there than are than some guys like, nah, just put a fucking bandaid on it. Exactly. Yeah, there are those old men that'll be like, I survived worse. I walked uphill both ways to school and got frostbite on my entire body. Yeah, that'd be like if uh, if that happened when I was a kid, my mom'd be like, put the WD forty on. <laughs> Wait, was that a thing? No, it, it, just one step above it. Okay. She, she was she was not a big fan of medicine. My mom. I didn't know if that was like an old wives' tale, like. Just Put some WD forty on it; it'll be fine. At least it'll stop it from squeaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah it won't squeak. It'll be, it'll be quiet. Shake it up, Mo. <laughs> Why not? All right, let's fucking here. uh take a break. We'll come back in a minute. All right. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, enjoy this. Love you, kids. Bye. Break.
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals. From your favorite podcast so check it out rip.panelsonpages.com 24 hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast all right i actually wrote news headlines this week hey mary says to me <coughs> she says so are you just not doing the the rundown of the headlines anymore? And I was like, eh, it just sometimes I just run out of time. Sometimes I have writer's block. You know, sometimes it felt like I was, you know, writing the same jokes over and over again. And you know, maybe one of these days when I have time or I get the inspiration, I'll do them again. And she fucking. Guilt tripped me into doing some goddamn headlines this week. <laughs> no, she didn't really. Let that create a fire, eh? Yeah, Moneybags telling you what you should do, I I'm, see. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's that makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know where my bread's buttered. You do. We were talking to the, uh, Nicole and I were talking today about how just like, you know, we've been together a long time, come a long way. Like, shit's, you know, definitely changed for us. I'm like, yeah, because one of us is really successful. <laughs> uh, Thank you for my life. Hey, Lee, you and I, we do okay. <laughs> we do okay. That's right. We do, we do, do okay. okay. We do okay. That's right. We should, everyone should be so, so fortunate to marry up. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Fucking they right. So yeah. Also, you know, we don't ask for a whole hell of a lot around these parts because you know, we're fucking beneath us and we love you people. But the bills are coming due soon. So if you guys want to go to Rip to buy a fucking shirt, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I bought four just uh, before uh, New Year's because they yeah. they had their uh, they had a clearance sale. So I, I got four for eleven bucks a pop. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's nice. You know, because. You know they're usually eleven or thirteen day of, but then after the day of, they jack them up in price to almost twenty. So, but got me some fine shirts the other day. I wore my uh, scar from Lion King as Scarface T-shirt to Disney World. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Did Disney come by and just rip it off of you and say where'd you get this? I was wearing a hoodie over it, so it was very incognito. Who gave that's this hilarious. to you? <laughs> Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Especially, he, he's got a pile of cocaine in front of him, so <laughs> I, I don't know if they're too too down with that. So how about some they news? They would be exceptionally down with that. 
They know what's up. They all know all what's them up. animators do cocaine. Scar fucking loved yeah, cocaine. Like, what about the dick in the fucking Little Mermaid poster? That's right. Up my balls. That's right. Said, Don't act like this is new. <laughs> it said sex in the dust that Simba uh, puts into the air in Lion King. And Dave Chappelle's a clone. That's right. <laughs> know it. <laughs> All right. How about some news? We'll do it I'm live. about some news. All right. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fuck it. Look it. Five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 16th, 2018. Fucking thing sucks! The comic book direct market took a nosedive this past December, down 15% in sales from 2016 and 16% from November 2017. Retailers are scrambling to shift their business models to something more stable, like Bitcoin or beachfront real estate in Hawaii. <laughs> Report, <laughs> reports say Brian Michael Bendis will make his DC debut with the monumental Action Comics number 1000. And this past Sunday night, Bendis completed the script on his final issue of Spider-Man, featuring the character he created, Miles Morales. As part of his move from the House of Ideas, Marvel will her hereby retain the rights to Morales, as well as Bendis' two adopted daughters. <laughs> oh, oh. Returning to oh. Marvel in the wake of Bendis' departure is Conan the Barbarian, a property most recently published by Dark Horse Comics. When asked, what is best in life, Marvel responded, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of their women. <laughs> also, take a look at my dick. <laughs> Marvel Studios has reportedly hired a female screenwriter to pen the long-awaited Black Widow solo film, probably because she has really nice handwriting. Oh, the previously the previous, I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> the previously announced Dick Tracy reboot series at Archie Comics has hit kind of a snag as license holder Tribune content realized after the fact that they had a pre-existing deal already in place. Ah. Tribune content must have the same attitude towards contracts as most people have towards comic books these days. They're huh. just they're just huh. not they're n just not interested in reading them. Got him. And finally, in a follow-up to a story we discussed last week, Stan Lee is once again being accused of sexual misconduct, this time groping and masturbating in front of a masseuse during last year's C2E2. I wonder how much they'd charge for that photo op. And that is a pop-top six-pack of news for January 16th, 2018. Like dark, son. Wow. Infotainment. Yeah. You gotta hit him with the truth. <laughs> uh, so we talked about uh, the what was it? It was uh, Chal Challenger Comics was yeah. talking about their their yeah. twenty something percent dive in sales from uh, one year to the next. Yeah, like a fucking lot. So even after that, sales dove even further. Uh, even though DC's got metal and doomsday clock, shit is uh, going bad. Um, let's see these numbers. Uh, individual sales declined 16.13% in dollars and 14.5% in units 
versus November 2017. Uh, graphic novels were down as well, 21.95% and 10.88%. And then uh, compared to last year, the market de- declined 14.57% in dollars and a whopping 23.23% in unit sales compared to December 2016. That's and not. I would, I would hazard that a lot of that is probably Marvel. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of what you guys spelled out the other week when we were talking about how bad sales have gotten, and and I would tend to believe you. Uh, I don't, I just don't know if any business can survive with a drop of sixteen percent. From one month to the next, even one year to the next, and especially December, one of the biggest retail months of the year. Like, you should be making that money, honey. It yeah, really not- comes down to you have to diversify. Sure. Diversify your bond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like what we've been saying for a while is that, like, you can't just sell. You can't just sell back issues. This is not going to fly. No. But it's even surprising to see that graphic novels were down in yeah, huge numbers. That part numbers. is weird because that's always been a pretty steady, if not growing, market. Yeah, that one's actually kind of surprising. Now, have you guys seen that too, Kelly, or is that not so Nothing much? Nothing that I'm aware of. And if it is, it's not like significant. Hmm. Yeah, we might have seen a small drop, if anything, but... I don't not not that I'm aware of. Right on, fucking it. Because it's still like, like I was saying last week or whenever we were talking about that manga is on the rise and that's graphic novels. Oh yeah, right. Manga's on the rise. <laughs> Gonna be interesting to see how this shit shakes out in the next little bit. Kind of see where it all goes, but like, I mean, the future is not superhero comics, man. It's shit like. We talked about before, man. It's the Scholastic. It's the manga. It's all those fucking great Scholastic books. Like that's that. Those are the ones keeping the medium alive. Yeah, or at least healthy, I should say. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe Marvel can turn it around. Maybe they'll actually do that thing they said they're going to do and not do a whole bunch of cash grabby bullshit event things. That'd be kind of nice. But is it too late? It might be too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Marvel is one of the biggest names in entertainment, yet they're failing so badly at what brought them to the game. Is you, that Disney's hope? I, I mean, they can, they can just cut, cut like, it loose. Like they've already got the characters exist. They can mine that those characters forever. Like, yeah, if they stop making comics tomorrow, Disney wouldn't give half a shit. No. That's what I'm saying. So, like, Disney took it over, but, you know, just let them, let them fuck up. Let them it's one of the characters. That's all they wanted. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I've, Marvel's just research and development for them. <laughs> that's, not, that's great. <laughs> that's what it is. That's it is. the truth. No, it is the truth. It's the fucking truth, man. You speak the truth. And it's... I wouldn't... I think they really need to work on their advertising game. Like, stop just advertising to people that read comics. Yeah, and we've been saying that for seven years. Yeah, because yeah, like, that's what? just... The snake can only eat its own tail for so long. Dollars, it won't matter. Yeah, exactly, yes. 
I remember uh, going into the Thomas Jane Punisher movie and being handed a Punisher reprint comic book. Yeah, but Spider-Man 181, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. What that too? Yeah. What? And, um, they gave out a whole bunch of comics that I think at Walmart to coincide with the release of Spider-Man Three, if memory serves. I think that was a thing they did too. So it was there, just you know, ten plus years ago. <laughs> uh, speaking of Marvel and DC, uh, Bendis has has started to make his shift. It is reported that he will his first DC work will be in a story in Action Comics one thousand that's supposed to yep. be like uh, like an anthology type deal like a like a big ass book with a bunch of different stories in it. Action one thousand should be a big ass book. Yeah, boy, called it. Yeah, you did. You you said that Bendis was most likely going to be working on Superman. Or Action Comics. Did you say Action Comics? I said Action Comics okay. 1000 specifically, and I was really <laughs> bummed out to discover I never said it on Twitter, so I have no written proof of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we could we could find that that episode and, and isolate the audio. <laughs> That's true. Turn that shit into a sounder. That's right. <laughs> and he has uh, written his final Miles Morales story. Which, when you when you think about it that that is kind of a sad moment because miles morales is kind of his baby yeah and he he wrote the character as representation of his his adopted daughters right uh by and large i think i think that's not an unreasonable thing to say yeah so it'll be weird to see see him not directly involved with that character but he's written like most of the words that character's ever said. Sure. <laughs> yeah. A wide majority of them. Yeah, yeah, and and he's not going to be affiliated with with Marvel when, you know, that Miles Morales Spider-Man movie comes out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he said something about like he knows who's taking over uh Defenders and Jessica Jones and the Miles book like I mean, that Jessica Jones book doesn't have a fucking chance without him on it. No. <laughs> Uh, my defenders might. I think they on... canceled defenders. Oh well, then fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that book. Like legit, one of my favorite Marvel titles. Well, hot damn. So, yeah, Sorry, uh, he's just gonna be late though for a little bit because um, hey, he almost died, but yeah. luckily did not. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. weird to go from he almost died again to. Uh, I just finished my last Miles Morales script, and I'm doing Action Comics 1000. Right? Hey, take a rest, buddy. No rest for the guy. Have guy some, paid, man, chasing that paper. Have some orange juice or something. Resting ain't so bendous. <laughs> Bringing it back. Hell no. <laughs> Resting is decidedly unbendous. Super bendous. Fucking great. Uh... Uh, so moving on, Marvel has reacquired the rights to do Conan the Barbarian comic books, which I mean, okay, up until uh, what very recently, if not still, Dark Horse 
had the rights and was doing Conan comics. Uh, Marvel you know, here to take everything you've ever loved, Dark Horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and and Marvel had Conan comics back in the day, back in like the seventies, oh, eighties. Yeah, was for it? sure, for sure. Yeah. And and this is a weird situation because you know when we talked about the Fox Disney deal, we talked about how all of those Fox IP comics are at Dark Horse and. Some of them are at IDW, or mostly like X Files and Alien and Predator and shit are at Dark Horse. Buffy like to this day, uh, IDW, IDW just has uh, X Files, and that's okay. it. Okay, okay. Everything else uh, is pretty much at uh, Dark Horse. What else are IDW doing? Anything else? You might be right. You might be right. And there was the the notion that Disney is going to pull those comics from those companies and bring them over to Marvel. And my theory is. Why would they even care? Why not just take the licensing check that they send every year or so? Let them keep making their fucking dinky ass aliens and Predator and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and uh, X Files comics and not fuck with them. But then here comes Marvel getting the rights back to Conan. So it's is- a weird thing because IDW is also making Star Wars comics. Yeah, right. It's an odd thing. I don't. I don't get that. One. Right. IDW's making Star Wars comics. Don't they also make Disney some Disney comics? Yeah. Or was it yeah. Boom? Yeah. Uncle Screw, all that shit. Yeah. Was Boom making Disney? Or that was back in the day. They were making Disney comics. Boom was. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they've had those licenses for a while. So it's a, it's a weirdly tangled web. And what is so appealing about bringing Conan back? And is it a matter of? the rights were up at Dark Horse, and maybe Marvel wasn't going for the rights, but the rights holder was shopping it around, seeing what kind of deal they could get. And I'm assuming maybe the deal was just good enough to where Marvel was like, fuck it. I mean, it's kind of a steal. Yeah, that's one that I I wouldn't have made that deal. (laughs) Who's going to read Conan the Barbarian comics besides Juan? Old white men. <laughs> I can tell you by who buys them now. Old white men. Juan. <laughs> no, that sounds about right. Juan. All the same dudes that ra- that read Red Sonia. Oh, All Juan. the same dudes that read fucking Jungle Adventure shit. Whenever they make a John Carter comic. So yeah. Maybe it's a matter of their they're trying to dust off their old Conan archives and maybe maybe reprint those, resell those, try and try and squeeze some money out of those. But that's then, the only thing that I could think of that makes any kind of sense, but even so, like I don't think it's worth it. It is really weird. The one interesting thing too is that um, there's they, there's two images. Uh, one is just a Pretty badass, like Conan looking cover with a, I think it's a Sad Ribic. And then, yes, one is an image of Conan with Thor and Wolverine. Holy shit, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Conan the Barbarian with Thor and Wolverine behind him. Art by. What's up, Ross? Art by Mark Diodato. So, I mean, like, I can't. Imagine a world wherein, like, they do that comic. <laughs> like, 
that almost has to be just like a promo <laughs> fucking piece of artwork. Yeah, right? like a, like a welcome back type thing. Yeah, Holy surely. Holy fucking shit. But what if? Now, Wolverine, not so much. Thor. However, yeah. a story set in the past where fucking Thor goes and hangs out with Krom and fucks with Cronan would be kind of amazing. <laughs> and they just tag team a harem. That'd be amazing. So, I was against it, and I talked myself into it. <laughs> I kind of want to see it. Uh, speaking of Marvel, uh, apparently there's a Black Widow film finally, reportedly, in uh, development. Goddamn time. They have hired a screenwriter, and they've been like we're we're getting towards the end of phase three, right? Uh, Infinity War, the two Infinity movies will be the end of phase three. If I'm something like that, yeah. If I'm if I remember correctly, and they've been very tight lipped on anything past that, uh, because you know it, it's supposed to be a, a a game changer. These Infinity War movies, it's it's going to change the landscape of the Marvel Cinematic Universe from here on out, as we know. But it. I think announcing that they're developing a Black Widow film. That doesn't necessarily tip you off to anything that is happening in Infinity no, War. No, you can assume that she lives, and that's about it. Or, well, I would even assume that that could just be back in time. Yeah, it could be a prequel, or it could be a different Black Widow. Scrolls. Could you imagine if they did a Black Widow solo movie and didn't have Scarlett Johansson in it? <laughs> oh, up. that'd be so fucked up. But wasn't like I feel like didn't this come hot off the heels of like uh, some fucking action movie that like got greenlit and looked awesome and some people like hey you, you this is basically the plot of it's that uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie what's it called Red isn't Sparrow it like Red movie? Red something <laughs> yeah yeah like, everybody kind of like Black Widow so it's like oh all right yeah everybody's like ah oh, Jennifer Lawrence can make a Black Widow movie why can't you Marvel and Marvel's like. Ah, you're kind of right. Fucking God, they got us on this one. Hey, Shit. Can someone Shit, kind us a, a screenwriter with a vagina? Quick, post haste. Why did Oof. you not like my headline so much, Lee? It's <laughs> a pretty handwriting thing I didn't like. <laughs> I mean, it's it's less, the joke was less about she gets it because she has nice handwriting and more so that women have nice handwriting. <laughs> yeah, no, solid joke, solid joke. <laughs> I did not think that that was going to be the one headline that you were going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can't follow you on that one. Red Too Sparrow. Real. Red Sparrow is the Jennifer Lawrence movie. And this is as far as we've gotten with a Black Widow movie. So yeah, we'll we'll see what's we'll see what's happening. And boy, does that just seem like a fucking no brainer? Like, I can't believe it took this long. They really should have transitioned straight from Winter Soldier into a win uh, Black Widow movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she was great in that movie. They, you know, they, they talked, uh, maybe it wasn't until Winter Soldier that they talked about, not Winter Soldier, uh, Age of Ultron, they talked about her backstory. But, like, there's meat on that bone, basically. Really, there is. You know, like, there's no reason not to make a big thing out of it. Like, it should be... And a great rebound because she, that, I wasn't on board, like the first time you saw her. But 
Iron Man too. Yeah, like not. Nah, eh. But oh, they, they definitely upped her character. You can make a duck eat. speak Russian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Classic. Classic Jose. Find that on the Talks You Archives. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you find it. Seriously. Classic. Uh, next up, uh, Archie uh, Comics announced uh, in December that they were doing a rebooted Dick Tracy series, which sounds... Perfect for Archie Comics. That sounds like sure. right in their fucking wheelhouse for what they've been putting together lately. Uh, Tribune Content Agency, the license holders, the license holders of Chester Gould's Dick Tracy, uh, confirmed via Twitter on Tuesday that, uh, whoops, uh, we did not realize when we made this deal that we already had a deal in place with somebody else to make Dick Tracy comic books. Sorry. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. Oh my gosh. Like, what the fuck? What are you guys doing? Like, like, and what is this company called? Who is this? This is Tribune Content Agency. So it, yeah, I it's, feel like this might be one of those, like a legitimate you had one job moment. Right. Yeah. Because who the fuck are these people if not the guys that had Dick Tracy comics? <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Well, for the longest time, Warren Beatty had the fucking rights to him. Yes, Wait, for the, real. There is yeah. a Dick Tracy himself. There is yeah. a story at the bottom of this article that says this. This isn't the first time something like this had happened because word surfaced in 2010 that Bendis and uh, Michael Avon Oming were offered a Dick Tracy comic, but it was stopped by Warren Beatty. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's crazy. So. Does Warren Beatty still have the rights and he's just fucking shit up for Dick Tracy comic comics? He said, no, 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 no. I want to be in Marvel movie. <laughs> someone, someone do this. Okay? Or ain't nobody making this shit. My initial knee-jerk reaction was, you guys remember Shocker Toys? Oh, I remember Shocker Toys. Yeah. No, I don't. Shocker Toys was, they had their indie spotlight line and Shocker Toys was infamous for their just awful PR and uh, uh, customer service. They, they were the ones, Kelly, that you may have seen at some cons. They had like the the Scud, the disposable assassin figure, and like a, like a, a Max tick. figure. Yeah. They, um, they used to gone, troll people like, on the wizard boards. Like the Shocker Toys reps used to fight with people on the old wizard message boards. <laughs> yeah, because their MO was like, was it Kickstarter or like basically like a Kickstarter type thing? Might have been pre-Kickstarter. It was pre-Kickstarter, but the, it definitely sounds familiar. But it was like pre-orders. Like here are the yeah, not even a Kickstarter, but just pre-ordering. Here yeah. are the concepts. Okay. We want to do this action figure line. Why don't you pre-order? A bunch of people pre-ordered, and like one percent of people ever got the product, and it was garbage. <laughs> and then they wouldn't refund either, right? And they did oh, those awful like rubber vinyl uh, death clock action figures that were terrible. They looked like uh, squeaky <coughs> dog toys. So they did a Dick Tracy, or at least they were supposed to do a Dick Tracy at some point. So when I saw this story, I was like, maybe fucking Shocker Toys weaseled their way into getting the rights to Dick Tracy like in perpetuity. For fucking <laughs> <laughs> It'd be incredible. 
Yeah, Shocker Toys has changed their name like three or four times to avoid bad press and get away from their debts and stuff like that. I don't think they've ever produced a toy. No, I know they have definitely made some Scud figures. <laughs> like four of them. Like they, I've seen, I think I've, I feel like I've seen one of those. I don't know, hard to say. I remember doing a article for Pop that was licenses that need to be taken away from their current licensee. And you were like, all the Shocker toys. Yes, and one of them was Metalocalypse Death Clock being taken away from Shocker toys. And a Shocker toys rep came into that article and was just straight talking mess. <laughs> <laughs> they did not take criticism at all. Like, you thought Nye's 2010 was bad? <laughs> the simple truth is that you didn't say a single word that was out of line. Right, exactly. Fuck those guys. And this whole thing's a bummer because uh, a Dick Tracy reboot at Archie could have been something special. Yeah, I would have no bullshit to have been into that. Oh, yeah, it would have been really cool. I yeah. love the Warren Beatty Dick Tracy movie. We went and saw that for my birthday one year. Like, the whole birthday party went and saw Dick Tracy. I had all the action figures. It was uh, it was a good summer. I don't know that I've ever seen it beyond just the one time. Oh, it's uh, so it, good. It, it is. It's pretty good. Like, Dick Tracy was one, and then, like, um, Rocketeer was another one that I don't think I ever yeah. saw. Oh, those two movies. Like, that's a back-to-back -back movie night if you ever... Yeah, my, my, that's, that's, I'm not against that idea. <laughs> Though those might be two of my favorite '90s summer action movies of all time. God damn it! God damn Madonna, it. Madonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vogue like, era Madonna was in Dick Tracy. Like prime era Madonna. And uh, our final story, Stan Lee, man, catching another charge. I feel like he I, said, I don't want to make light. I really don't want to make light. Right. But, like, this headline can may as well have been 95-year-old man plays grab ass. <laughs> Slap ass. <laughs> it's like, he's 95. Like, you know... I don't. I don't know why I think it'd be different if, like, you know, there's just a steady stream of like women for the past like seventy years. No, this motherfucker has always been a creep. But like, it was all contained in the past couple of years. I don't really give a shit. Like, I would believe these stories more. Not to say these stories are unbelievable, but I would believe them more if they were from like ten years ago or five years ago. But yeah, it's like you're talking 2017. Stan Lee is trying to so, fuck his masseuse. Like, I, I mean, like, he's the least threatening person alive. <laughs> Who's easier if you to blow punch? on his forehead, yeah. he will topple to the ground. Who's easier to punch in the nose, Stan Lee or Aziz Ansari? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I think Aziz Ansari definitely has the more punchable nose. <laughs> that guy's whole fucking gimmick is just punchability, I feel like. 
We did see him jump off stage, though, so maybe that whole feeble man's just... But that was also 2010 we saw him jump off stage. I'm saying, uh, you know, we saw him at AwesomeCon this past year in June, and he was still with it. He was still very frail. Like, it was touch and go each day of the show whether or not he'd make it because he was sick. He's sharp. He's, He's sharp. He's mentally all fucking there. He, he he would get sick, and he wouldn't be able to, you know, do his shit for that day of the show. But then I saw a video from the Ace Comic Con from Arizona this past weekend. He did a panel with Todd McFarlane, and he has deteriorated fast. He is not a good old, happy-go-lucky, full-of-energy Uncle Stan anymore. He is turned into low-energy... Grandpa can barely put a sentence together, Stan Lee, these days. So let me jerk off. <laughs> would you watch him jerk off? Now, did, I would. did we discuss this? Yeah, I mean, if you asked me to, I would. Did we discuss this last week? I just want to see if it can happen. Right. Like, <laughs> is it? It's is it jerking off, or is he just swatting at it, trying to trying to jumpstart it? He's just batting it around, just like playing with a gummy worm. Worm, fucking hell! I don't know. Like, I mean, like it's not. A, it's never fucking he's okay. Just flicking it, Excelsior! <laughs> Excelsior! Excelsior! My feeling is that we're doing Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where I'm at. But yeah, this story is uh, from 2017 C2E2. So that was April, maybe March of last year. Uh, and uh, he says that a masseuse, or the the allegation is by Chicago masseuse that says uh, he masturbated in front of her in his hotel room after he groped her and demanded sex. And between this and Ted 2... And I saw an article about Logan Paul where he was in front of a New York Comic Con step and repeat. Uh, Reed Pops is is just getting all kinds of great <laughs> publicity these days. What, like you come into work, you work for C two E two, and you look at this story that uh, Stanley's getting accused of trying to jerk off at a masseuse. News alert goes off. Yeah. Oh, it's like. What is oh, about the show? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Why couldn't it have been Wizard World? Because <laughs> everyone there just expects it, so no one reports it. Oh, that's fucked up. You go, you go to a wizard show, you're just like, ah, somebody's gonna jerk off at me today. But he fucking showed up at Ace Comic Con this past weekend. Uh, and did his photo ops. Chris Evans dropped out one of the days because he had the flu. Oh. Fucking hey, man. Let him, let him do his thing. Like, you know. I don't know about let him do his thing. <laughs> Not that thing. No. <laughs> Not that thing. But I'm just saying, like, don't expect. Like, I just, I'm just saying, don't fucking go calling for, you know, Dan Stan Lee's career when he has 27 minutes left of it. Just, just it's, it's all right. It's I, I feel, I feel like 2018 is is the end. Unfortunately, is he, is also, he supposed hey, to be yeah, at? Uh, don't show awesome your to people that don't want to see it. Come on. What'd you say, Jose? Is he supposed to be at Awesome Con? Uh, not currently. Please 
keep it that way. <laughs> because I no, I, you know what I mean. You don't want to. I, I don't want to. Sure you don't want to go over and ask them for like a, you know, a, a, a drop and just be like, jerk it in front of me, Stanley. And then he just pulls down his pants and just goes to town. I feel like with these two stories, and with how he was looking and sounding at Ace Comic-Con this past weekend, you'd be a real greedy fucking monster to bring him to one of your shows. Uh, I take it back if any of the shows... Why the hell he's still doing it? I take it back if any of the shows that we work for brings him to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. I don't don't get why he does it. He's gotta be filthy fucking... Dirty, dank-ass rich. If he stops, he will die. Right. Yeah, he just there's gets that. the high from it at this point. There's, Maybe. There's that, but there's also, like, it's gotta be a pretty fucking penny. Oh, yeah, but, like, he's got so... He's gotta have so much. Yeah, but he's also got an empire. He's got an entourage. He's got family. He's got interests. He's got to pay people off after he touches himself in front of yeah, That's right. Man. Yeah, he, His he's interests just, may have interest. He's just trying to fill up the coffers. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah, just it's gonna be it's gonna be a bummer uh, when he goes. But hey, we all got to fucking punch our clock at some point. <laughs> Insane. Fuck my combo. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh yeah. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. So, yeah. Uh, Old Man Hawkeye came out. The prequel to Old Man Logan. Uh, I got it mostly because I was thinking the other day about... Um, what the fuck's name? Marco uh, Cicchetto? whatever. I was thinking about that guy, like, what's he been doing lately? And then he's just doing this. Like, oh, I'll check that out. Good job, bro. Yeah. Done the thing. And so this is like, you know, kind of before the events of Old Man Logan. Hawkeye has not gone blind yet, um, but he's trying to, I don't know, he's running something across the country and blah, blah, whatever the fuck. Um, the big takeaway from this issue, though, is he fights uh, the Madrox gang. There's a fucking gang of outlaws that are all Jamie Madrox, which is kind of awesome. Well, that was kind of clever. Um, I don't necessarily know I'll go back for more because, like, I mean, we all know how it ends. He blind at the end. <laughs> he blind. It's. I mean, it's. It's fine. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, I did really enjoy uh, Venom One Sixty. This whole Venom Inc. storyline has been a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, it has. Uh, glad to see Flash Thompson back doing a superhero thing as the new Anti Venom. That's kind of great. Uh, maybe I'll finish that custom figure I started like three years ago. <laughs> I'll get that guy done now. Um, all the, the artwork has been great because it, it's going back and forth between uh, Sandoval here, uh, Gerardo Sandoval, and then Ryan Stegman on the Spider-Man portion. So like, that's a pretty fucking rock solid one-two for sure. And I was just glad to see the, the Mania chick back because I liked her a lot from the Flash Thompson run of the book. It was great. Yeah, I kind of thought they'd just forgotten about her. Yeah, but she's still in Philadelphia. She's still got the fucking uh, the hell symbol from when they were running around with Hellstorm for a while. That's kind of great. Love that. Why the hell not? Uh, hell. You know, just speaking of like forgotten Marvel characters, I was listening to a podcast and they brought up a great point. 
you know who should probably fit into the current Marvel Universe perfectly, and yet they do nothing with her? Aranya. Oh, yeah. Like, she's perfect for the kind of initiative they've been going for in the past, like, two, three years. Like, why not bring that character back? Was she, like, a she female in... spider character? Yeah, she's, like, the last spider girl. Oh. Yeah, she was in the Web Warriors book, right? Was she? Hell, she might not have been. I love. I don't think she was. Kelly Mayday was. I loved Kelly's slinger tweets today in reference to Ricochet signing with <laughs> NXT. <laughs> it's like, what's, what's what are they going to change his name to? Prodigy. Uh, what what are the other? Dusk, Maybe Dusk. Definitely Dusk. not Hornet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Aranya was definitely in Web Warriors. Okay, she was. That's the last time we saw her, though. That was a long time ago. Yeah, she'd be perfect for the current Marvel landscape. Web Warriors is really good. I miss that book. Mom, mom. Oh, flipping through this shit. That makes me sad. Great stuff. (laughs) Um, What else? Uh, Okay. Got to talk about... We're going to just jump all over Mr. Miracle's dick again. Oh, you you want to talk about what may be one of the best single issues I've ever read? Jesus Christ. Go, go ahead, Kelly. Motherfuck. It's, this book continues just to be a masterclass in storytelling. Uh, so the book, in the last issue, we saw Mr. Miracle was going to go offer himself up for execution. But uh, now he's going to go fight. And so the issue is just him and Barda fighting their way through... Uh, the new gods plays new genesis and them just talking about remodeling their home for the entire issue and it's just all on the nine panel grid and it's just them going across like a comic strip and that's it and it's brilliant it's so good the most boring conversation doing the most extreme shit a person can do (laughs) so good so so good like it goes back and like uh, the bit where they're fighting the two guards, like uh, and you can kind of, if you watch the background, you kind of can determine the path they're taking around the room while they're fighting. Yeah, it's so good, so so good. God damn, it's so good. And I, I uh, that was it. when I finished that issue. I'm like, oh shit, you know what? I need to get to my hands on some Mister Miracle and big barda figures and then i went to ebay and I'm like oh fuck they're really expensive <laughs> oh really <laughs> never mind yeah there's this old uh, dc direct two-pack but that's when those dc direct figures look really shitty so like oh. ah, i don't want that one but like, all the the kind of more modern era ones are like really really expensive and then they fucking what we're six issues then they finally show us dark side and he's terrifying oh yeah like like um Whenever he shows up, like it, the 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 panels look like like a VCR with shitty tracking. Yes, I love that effect. Like the artwork's bleeding between panels. Like it looks like it needs tracking on a VHS, which is a thing that is kind of a bold move because there's no reference for it anymore, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. That's, that that shit is genius. So, Jose, once you finish that vision, get on that Mister Miracle for sure. Because it's oh. damn, damn good. I um, talk about Avengers six seventy five. This is the thing where they are taking all the 
Avenger titles for the next however the fuck long, and they're making them all just Avengers. Like, there's not going to be any Mighty Avengers or the fuck they're doing. Now. They're all going to be. It's all one book. Bring all the team together. So they're basically doing a crossover. They're just doing it in one book. So what? What, what the fuck ever. Um, it looks as if the gimmick to this is. I think it's a payoff to like this um, Avenger X business that they showed like way, way, way early on in Wade's run. And it appears to be a character that no one remembers, but has been around forever. Kind of like, I don't know, the Sentry. Like it's very, very Sentry-esque. So jury's out on how I feel about it. But I mean, it's definitely big. It's definitely big. And it feels like an Avenger story which is kind of great. Like, it's about a bunch of superheroes getting together, saving people. Like, no one's a secret Nazi, as far as I can tell, so I, like, really, I really like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, there could be hope for this one. Uh, and then last thing I'll talk about Next is... Next thing you know, the new character shows up, just looks at Falcon, and, and they're like, not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 none of the dark ones. <laughs> Did she just... What the, oh, god damn. Uh, again... Uh, and the last thing I'll talk about is uh, Witchblade number two that uh, they launched back uh, Top Cow and Dark Horse. Written by Caitlin Kittredge with art by Roberta Ingranata. And I do not know her, but I know Caitlin Kittredge from uh, Coffin Hill, the Vertigo book. Came out a couple years ago. That was really solid. They're doing a very, very different thing um, with Witchblade. Like, it's all new characters. Like there's not a single person that crosses over from the previous incarnation whatsoever. It's it's. I mean, the mystical shit still has to be there for sure, but it's more like a. This is it's a horror comic. It's a horror comic with magic leanings, and they're being very very slow to kind of introduce the world, which is pretty cool. I, I kind of like it. Like I'm a big Witchblade guy, I always have been, so I'm, I'm glad to see him back. Uh, no matter how how I see it, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm gonna see. How far this thing gets is kind of neat. Yeah. That's all I got. What you got, Kelly? All right. Uh, pretty much the thing that I really wanted to hit was Mr. Miracle this week, but I did pick up volume one of Met Cadet U from uh, Boom. Okay. And that book's fucking great. Like, you would love it, Lee. I haven't heard of that book. It's by Greg Pak and an artist whose name I can't remember at this at right now. I enjoy the work but of Greg Pak quite a lot. That guy, didn't we? It's Greg Pak, yes. Yeah, we got Greg Pak. But it's basically so the world it's kinda like more it's like adorable Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. It's like if you take Iron Giant and fuse it with Pacific Rim. All right. Okay. What happens is there's these alien monsters or something that are kind of attacking, but they're not really a huge threat at the moment. But every year there's this uh, there's four robots that like come from space or three robots, sorry, that come from space and are just like, hey, uh, why don't why don't we hang out? And they go to like they find four they find some kids and they get them to pilot them and defend help defend the world against monsters. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's great. And like the main character, he's the last person you would expect to get a robot. He's not one of the cadets. He's the the janitor's son. And then you know he 
he happens upon himself a robot. That's and it's cool. all, just all very sweet. Yeah, I highly recommend it. You would love it. I'll check it out. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah, why not? It's made the list, but not until I get, I'm not gonna do that until I read that fucking Tomy collection because I'm all about that. Oh man, I'm glad I've converted you. Yeah, I read a couple more stories out of the Shiver collection that I talked about last week, and was just delighted. When one of them ended without literally everyone being killed. Like, oh, just the guy's girlfriend dies in this one. <laughs> he's going to be okay. I mean, he's going to need some therapy, but he's going to be okay. And uh, one of the stories in it is called The Painter, and it's apparently the first in a long series of stories about the character called Tommy. It's like, fuck. So I looked it up, and they have a nice hardcover collection of that and, like, nine films. <laughs> so, like, oh, shit. I'm going to fall down on Tommy hole. Yeah, Viz is doing the Lord's work with bringing over these nice hardcovers of uh, Junji Ito books. Like, he's one of the few artists slash writers in the comic world that I'll just say, just buy it all. Just buy everything. <laughs> it's there's, there's not a loser among them. They're all great. And even if, like, narratively they're not the strongest, they're just gorgeous and unsettling in the best ways. They're unsettling and just... They're all just weird. And yes. Like, like, there's no context for the terrible shit that's happening, which I kind of love. Like, it just kind of happens. Yeah. It's got yeah and it's all just a matter thing. of fact. It's yeah. never, you never feel like, oh, look at this weird thing. It's just, no, there's just some weird shit happening. Like, all right, time to go to this dude's house. Oh, all of his uh, family has decided that they're going to have their limbs tied to the ceiling and have puppeteers lead them around the house all day. Yeah, and that's never going to not be creepy. No. Did you read the story with the balloons? Oh, yeah, I read the balloon story. (laughs) I love the balloon story. (laughs) So, the fucking balloon story. Real quick. So, this girl... Wakes up and uh, her best friend is found dead. Apparently hanged herself outside of her apartment. She's like a local celebrity, so the kind of the, the neighborhood kind of mourns or whatever. And then people start talking about seeing her ghost in the area. It's like it's like urban legend kind of thing. And so the dead girl's boyfriend calls her up. It's like, hey, I've got I've I've got the ghost. You got to come see the ghost. She goes out and sure as shit, there's the ghost, big ass fucking floating head of her dead friend. And as the boyfriend is like pleading, hey, you know, what 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 does this mean? Why are you here? A fucking noose drops out of the tree, snatches him up, and he's now attached via a noose to a giant version of his head. And so giant heads of all the people in this city start just flying around, just looking for the person that matches their face for the sole reason of snatching them up and hanging them until they die. I'm like, where they come from? I don't know. Why are they there? I don't know. But it's fucking dark (laughs) dark. (laughs) her and her friend fight back and like you know they pop the friend's like giant head and so then her actual head like just deflates and gets all fucked up and mashed crazy (laughs) it's one of those things that you're like like, oh so there's no winning all right yeah there's no way (laughs) no way anyone's getting out and then they all die yeah (laughs) they either have this thing come and hang you, or you pop it and your head pops, or you just stay inside for the rest of your life and never go out. 
and eventually starve to death. Like no one wins. Like fucking no one wins. It's, it's so messed up. So messed up. That's great uh, though. Yeah, yeah. I love Thanks that, for that. Thanks for the conversion. Oh, you're welcome. I'm telling Nicole, like it's the first. I know it's not new because they're old. Hell, some of the stories I think were written in the '80s, so they're not new stories. But like, you know, it's new to me. It's like the first like new thing to me that I've read in a while that got me really excited about like comics shit again because it's so radically different. It's very cool. Yeah, that's that's what got me into manga again. It's just how different it is from the main like just American comic scene. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've been like, oh yeah, this is this is a fresh thing. I'm I'm way into it. I'm, I'm super fucking into it. What all these guilos are doing? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> At some point, uh, pick up his cat diary, which is basically about him becoming a crazy cat owner. And all right. Give, give that one to Nicole. I think she would like it. All right. <laughs> She'd be like, is this the guy with the fucking head story? Because I told her about the head story. I'm like, yes, it is, but I don't think this is a head story. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, it's just like a, a, a kind of autobiographical piece about just him and his cats. That's funny. And That's it funny. still manages to be creepy and unsettling. I like it. I like it. Oh, check that out. So, yeah, what you got going on, Nice? Anything we're talking about? Uh, yes. I discovered this today. I forget who retweeted it into my feed. Oh, I think it was my cousin's wife. <laughs> but at MugShawdies on Twitter... M-U-G-S-H-A-W-T-Y-S. Mugshawties. Is this going to be your new uh, subway fights? <laughs> it's just a Twitter account of uh, attractive women's mugshots and what they got uh, arrested for. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite ones that I found today. And it's a relatively new account, too. Uh, but one of the ones I found today was uh, this uh, exotic-looking chick with some real interesting, like, curly, two-toned hair. And her she was arrested for... Oh, here she is right here. Uh, possession of methamphetamine, possession of a controlled substance, substance, and disorderly conduct, and in parentheses... Twerking, urinating, and exposing genitals in front of the town's city hall while a friend oh, filmed. <laughs> Hammered it. I'll, I'll put. I'll drop her in the uh, podcast chat right now so you can check check out this mug shouty. I also love. I'm looking now. Just yeah, I'm range, looking too. The range of like everything from like this one bitch is doing just straight up duck lips. <laughs> Some of them are looking real sad. Some of them looking just glam as fuck. Like yeah. it's, I have no idea what's going on. She said, "Yeah, I did it." This one chick attempting to seduce a minor. <laughs> <laughs> this one chick just says contempt, and her face says contempt. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say sub contempt. A lot of them, their face says contempt. Criminal driving. You know, sometimes you're reminded there's still some light on the internet after all. <laughs> uh, there was one. I'm seeing if okay here Public it is. Public intoxication, no shit. This chick looks like uh, Kristen Bell, uh, so it's pretty much Eleanor from a good from the Good Place, but it's uh, criminal mischief, 
and in parentheses attempted to inscribe the word whore into a car, <laughs> but misspelled it as W O R E. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Well, thanks for that. Yep. Yeah. It just keeps on going. It does. It keeps on going. It stops after a while because it's. They started in December. Holy shit. That's just like not even a month. Yeah. Fucking. Girls is crazy. Mug shouty. Mug shouties. Oh, yeah. I got to the end. <laughs> the tag. The caption on the. the Page is Hope Bay gets bail. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. All right. All right. That's funny. What you got, uh, Jose? Started Narcos. Ooh. All right. This is right up your alley. Uh, three episodes of that. Still need to finish Punisher, but the lady's been uh, itching for Narcos, so we finally did it over dinner and we just kept going. I feel like you're itching for narcos. You need to get a cream. <laughs> She's going to end up on mug shouties. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, officer, she was itching, itching for, for narcos. narcos. Yeah. So it was it was pretty cool. I dig it. Uh, Escobar, man. He don't fuck around. He says no. And I got the thing wrong. It was, do you want silver or lead? You offer the silver first. Oh, that's a line from narcos. Yeah. Have y'all seen it? No, I have not. No. Oh, it's pretty good. There's just too much good shit, man. Yeah, there is. It is pretty good. Like, shit was wild. <laughs> like, this was before they even knew what the fuck Coke money could be. They said they were pulling in 60 million a week. <laughs> oh, God. That's it got to the point where the guy was like, you can't just keep spending money. Like you say, you have a taxi business. You have three taxis. You you gotta lay low. You got too much fucking money. And he goes, "Stop being a pussy. Just bury it. <laughs> just just hide it. Hide it. It doesn't exist anymore." His accountant he called Blackbeard because not because he was he had a black beard, but because he had a pirate fucking treasure chest map of everywhere in Colombia they buried all of his money. That is out of control balling. Yeah. So he says IW Blackbeard. Holy shit. It's pretty nuts. Like you you know the story where um they seized one of his plants that and they 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 got his guy Blackbeard. So he had all he had like a warehouse full of just papers and they had, they hid them in like the city hall of Columbia, which they felt was the safest place. Cause he owned all the fucking cops. This motherfucker hired a militia to attack city hall with a tank and they fucking blew up all the evidence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he said, okay, oh God. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get to that evidence. And then they couldn't they couldn't indict him. Evidence is gone. Because he got blown up with a fucking tank. Yes. Like and like I mean I guess it doesn't really matter because it's good TV, but like, did that happen? Yes. Yes. No, that's real. That's that fucked up. <laughs> that's so fucked up. 
fucked up. That's not television. That is fucking truth. Like, you can go look up footage of tanks just fucking bulldozing and shooting. A tank shooting at a building. Because there's evidence inside. That's nuts, man. Holy shit. That's crazy. Watching you, Orlando. I'm coming <laughs> for your evidence. Coming for that Photoshop chair photo. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Just, just the balls, the balls he had. Like he got, they got stopped for, uh, um, you know, a check. Of the army they were pulling rank because he he owned all the cops. He paid for all. He bought all the cops. But these guys were like, you know, we're we're these guys. We arrested these guys. Price went up. Blah blah blah. And he just starts naming off their family. He goes, "Oh, how's your mom who just got out of the hospital? Oh, and your kid? She just turned 16. Blah, 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 blah. Like, pretty much telling them, I will walk away. I will take all my shit. I will cross. I will smuggle this. You'll shut the fuck up. Or I'll kill your whole entire family. And they said, all right, go ahead. Yeah. I... <laughs> That's Good. super goddamn dark. Just the balls. The balls this man had to just fucking do it. And then he and then he ran for president. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then today's damn age, he would have won. He got in. He, he he got in. What he fucking had a guy run, and he was declared the alternate. If for whatever reason this guy can't do his duty, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll fill in for him. He didn't do that duty. If I had to guess, no, no, no. He won, and he said, "I have to retire for family issues." Like it was all, it was all a work. And so he got in, and that's when they were like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know who the fuck this guy is? You know what we just did? And then they had, you know, that, that's where I'm at right now is is that, that era. But it's fucking nuts. If you want to see what a man who gives zero fucks and has more money than God, check out Narcos. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's one of those things that we want to get to at some point. Mm-hmm. It's it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's fucking nuts. I think I and, and, and I guess I, I think the first season is like his rise. His complete rise to dominance and everything that was going on. And the cool thing about the show is very well directed, interesting, but they cut in like actual footage, like you know, Ronald Reagan talking about the war on drugs and they're talking about that situation. Um, Footage of busts, footage of some of the crime scenes. That's Pic- cool. pictures of real life shit so that's cool is that you know it, it mixes that in that's kind of cool check it out I check it out that. we'll talk we'll talk but then i think the second season is like his downfall and then the third season is the aftermath huh all right check it out someday I think Did, all my, you all don't my, know how he died. My, my pretty CW story has come back this week because I watch all my superheroes. Oh. Yep, it's nuts. It's nuts. He he gave zero fucks. That and Will and Grace is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what was I about Narcos and uh, Will and Grace? That, uh, that yep. Jack's a funny guy. <laughs> the first thing, the first thing Sheila said in the chat when she walked up in there, she says, "Will and Grace is a gem." <laughs> oh, that Karen! I'll tell you, boy, boy, she was a boy. <laughs> what Please, a character! Karen. 
What? Wouldn't you love to just have a drink with Karen? Yeah, why not? One of my favorite Karen moments. I've seen some Will and Grace, you guys. I've seen some Will and Grace. Nicole fucking love Will and Grace. It's like, I forget the context completely because it doesn't matter. But she's sitting in like a lobby, some kind of like this like 12 year old kid or something. And she's got this like, you know, skirt and she's riding up her legs. She's got her legs crossed. And the kid's staring at her, and she looks at the kid. And she goes, "It's good, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and the kid doesn't know what to say. He's like, "It's good, right?" Good stuff. Megan Mullally yeah. can get it. I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah, yes. She, uh, there, there's some episodes where she looks downright scrumptious. <laughs> on on Parks and Rec, she is. She's on, in Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, she plays. Ron Swanson's ex-wife. Uh, I think I have seen an episode. She's she's Tammy too. Where she does that. His second ex-wife, and she's the librarian. I missed a lot of uh, that show. That, Park- that's one I might have to pick up. From oh, Parks and Rec is solid, man. You're talking about punchable son of a bitch and he's on Zari. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that second season of Master of None too, and. Uh, might need to wait and see on this one. Man, I never even got to finish the Louie. <laughs> yeah, it's always the worst yeah. if you can't finish the Louie. <laughs> no one likes an unfinished Louie. I was in a, I was in a porn Louis video. Didn't even get to finish the Louie. I was in a porn video store, and this guy asked me if I'd like to come home and finish the Louie in front of his wife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good old days, man. All right, let's wrap it up. I will that, say it. Watch uh, Master of None before it's revealed he's a complete monster. Well, Might yeah. as well. Maybe put, the, maybe put Will and Grace on pause. Season two is very good. All right, well, I got to get through Punisher first. I think Finish the Louis is the name of the night's episode. <laughs> and it sucks because, like, like I'm you. really digging Punisher, but we, it's all three of us together at the same time we're watching it is kind of... Yeah. Halting, halting it. It's great. Satisfying all the way to the end. It's great. <coughs> all right. Let's call it. We'll be back next week and do it all over again. Email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com, or leave us a voicemail by calling 616-9511-POP. Uh, we'll talk to you fuckers later next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panelsonpages for... Jose Guzman, Jason Nyes, and Kelly Harris. I'm old Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Love you. Night. Bye-bye.
That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 boo. 